0: Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer and the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, I want to thank the media captain a Web Development and Digital Marketing Firm for sponsoring our podcast. If you are in a business and want, to run, and want a stunning website or a strategy to drive more leads or sales, contact Jason at the media captain. You can contact the media captain, and when you do, Mention Jerry Reese is a clown, and you'll get $100 advertising credit towards Google for your business. So contact Jason Parks at the media captain. So, Chris, not much going on lately other than uh, the coaches saying a few things. And one of the things that um, was said recently uh, from Hal Hunter, I believe, was that uh, Chad Wheeler is our starting right tackle. To right. which, uh, you know, Giants Nation kind of got up in arms a bit. Um, right. comments and, and understandably so, I get it. But couple things before um, I let you uh, kind of get into this a bit. One, I, I think the addition of Kevin Zeitler will help Wheeler no matter what. And two, I, I just think it's coach speak right now because they're not going to say the kid from Kentucky is the starter. They're not going to say they're bringing in Mike Remmers. Chad Wheeler, I believe, is truly penciled in. And I don't believe, and I've been wrong a million times, but I don't believe that you know he's the clear-cut starter uh, You know, when September rolls around.
1: Right. I mean, uh, Hal Hunter was answering the question, uh, the question on May 8th, yeah, which was, you know, what does the, the right tackle position look like? And he said, well, right now, wheel is a starter. Now you look at the players on the roster, and he's just stating the obvious. Yes, Chad Wheeler finished the year last year, and Chad Wheeler will be the starter right now. Now, is Chad Wheeler going to be the starter in Dallas the first game of the year? Who knows? Probably not, you know? But, you know, I don't get, you know, uh, people are trying to, a lot of people are trying to act like, has Hal Hunter, Sharma, has everybody lost their minds? Right now, Chad Wheeler is the starting right tackle. If he gets beaten out in training camp by a Big George coming in, we'll see. If they go on on the outside and get it like a guy like, you know, I know Remus's name has been bouncing around. If, the, if he comes in here and, and he proves that he could play right tackle position, Okay, stop everybody stop thinking this guy's a natural right tackle he's been a guard the last few years he played tackle in Carolina but you know he moved a guard in Minnesota let's see what he looks like if he does get signed uh, what he looks like out there so all Hunter was stating was the obvious yeah it's will's job right now and we'll see what happens
0: yeah I I want him, I wanted him to upgrade uh, through the draft I, I guess the only this isn't like Eric Flowers or even Patrick Omame. Chad Wheeler's functional, right? I, I don't think he's a terrible right tackle. And I do yeah. think the presence of Jamon Brown helped him last year. So you have to imagine with Zeitler there, it'll help him more. Um, I wanted to get your take on this, bud. Remmers or Chad Wheeler, if you had to choose between the two, who would you rather have starting in September? And you're, I'm asking you this because you're not the biggest Remmers fan.
1: Um, I can't answer that right now. I would have to see Remmers. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's coming off the injury. I want to see him coming in in camp to see what he looks like playing right tackle again.
0: Yeah. Because you're you not, the, you're not the biggest rumors guy. No,
1: I, you know, his place has slipped the last few years and he, yeah. you know, he's played guard, and he, you know, he didn't play tackle this year and he played, he had him be moved to guard in 17 because of injuries. And it wasn't like it threw him back out, right. guard last year. And he went through a couple of right tackles, the Vikings. So it wasn't like they were big on him going back out the right tackle. Um Let's see what he looks like if they bring him in here. Yeah. If. Yeah. If they bring him in here, then let's see what he looks like at the tackle position. That's all. That's all I'm saying. If he's serviceable and, you know, and, and he's solid out there, obviously, you know, he might be an upgrade over Wheeler, or he might not be. Like you said, Jerry, Wheeler wasn't the worst right tackle. No, he's in not. This year. he's
0: not. He's not. You know.
1: Um. So can he improve? You know, and it's you know, and being a starter from day one and all that. Yeah, he could.
0: And he's also in his third year, so as a young kid, he couldn't get yeah. I mean the knock on wheelers is not strong enough right? He just doesn't look like a he's not really a big kid. He's not a mauler. He's got good feet, which is why he can he can play tackle, but not the strongest guy, but there is potential for him to get better, and I'm absolutely I'm trying to find a silver lining with this I, I i i as we're going through the draft issue, I looked at all these picks again and it just going through all of them and 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 uh, by the way I, I I know we say this before, but I really think this is the best issue we've put together. Um, everybody contributing, your articles are awesome. Um, you know, I was looking at everything last night and putting stuff together uh, today. Um, you know, I've gone through all these draft picks and I can see why, I could see how it played out why the Giants didn't add a right tackle till later because I feel like if you missed him in the first two rounds,
1: mm-hmm. you weren't
0: getting him and you had to, you had to wait. I think, I think Evans was the only one where they didn't take him when they had a shot, but they still hadn't taken an edge rusher yet. Um, right. But I, I can see why they they passed till later. Uh, it, it made a little more sense because one of the things was got to go right tackle first three picks. The way it played out, they didn't. But anyway, I just it was uh, interesting looking through their draft and seeing how it went and how it played out and why they they waited till the seventh because it seemed like if you didn't take them by the second or third, then you, you, you know they're all prospects at that point. You might as well wait. So.
1: Yeah, and that's what they did. And they drafted one in the seventh that they feel pretty confident about. So listen, we'll see when they, you know, when they when they on the field, bud. They'll they'll, they'll settle those, uh, that battle on the field between Wheeler and Big George or whatever else they bring in here. Or, yeah, you know. So we'll see. You know the, uh, um. Listen. We talked about this before. Is it the worst thing in the world if Wheeler's playing right tackle No, no, no
0: it's
1: not. On day one. It's not
0: the worst thing in the world. No, it's, it's not, not. It's especially not like Flowers at left tackle. No.
1: Right, right. Especially with, you know, bringing Zylow over to, next to him. You know, you saw how much Wheel improved when Jamar Brown was next to him last year. Um, Zytler, like you just mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, going to help him. Um, he's not going to be a dominating right tackle, but can he be serviceable? Yeah, I I, I think he could. Yeah. So it's not going to be like, oh my god, you know, if this kid is the tackle starting the season. Um, so what's it plays out? Listen, is room for improvement. This will be a second, you know, he'll be a starter from day one right now going into camp and, uh, let's see if the kid got better.
0: I know it was rookie camp and they had shorts on, um, Mm -hmm. with regard to big George, I know he's a huge man with giant arms. Um, and he commented on that on Twitter. Did you see anything with him that you liked? I mean, is it just, or is it just, you know, this is way too early. We're we're at rookie camp. You can't really get a feel for what these guys are yet. Yeah, I kind
1: of liked his feet a little bit, you know. But there really wasn't that much to yeah. tell. You know, or you could look at some technique and all that. But as far as power wise, you know, driving guys back and all that, you know, you you, you couldn't really tell too much with that. But um, you have to like, you know, the, he's a big, powerful guy. Um. And I like the idea he played in the SEC, Jerry, and I like the idea he practiced against the Josh Allen every day.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, you know he he looks the part, man. You know uh, he looks the part. Seems to have a little nastiness in him, and we'll you know we'll that's something that's going. You know we'll see you next month when he start putting the pads on him, you know in the camp.
0: Yeah, not to get too psychoanalytical, but he, he you know he he grew, had a tough upbringing. His mom worked a million jobs and had like two hours right. sleep, and he commented on that. So a kid like that's hungry to to make it and has yeah. kind of a chip on his shoulder. So easy, easy, easy guy to root for. Um, but uh, one of the other comments that was made that uh, kind of got some attention, and I think it got unnecessary attention. But look, ne- we always talk about like after the season's over, it's dead. Well, it's not dead yet because there's free agency coming up. There's the draft. I think right now um, it's it's a it's kind of a dead zone. I mean, there's stuff to talk about, but when anything's said now, it just seems like it's it's magnified and kind of blown out of proportion. Uh, Shula made the comment, Mike Shula made the comment that uh, they believe Daniel Jones can start day one. Of course, some people uh, commented on that saying, well, then why'd they bring back Eli? Again, that's just a coach talking about his draft pick in a positive light, isn't it? There's nothing to make of this.
1: No, he was just asked about, you know, something about Jones and he says, yeah, listen, you know, if if need be, translate, if something happened to Eli. Yeah. um, You know, we feel that you know this kid could probably handle it, yeah, and play. Yep, from day one. That's that's all he was saying. Now you know it's, it seems to be like the narrative out there is like, oh, you know, Shula and Sherman think that you know he could play from day one. So why we have Eli around? I mean, yeah. that, that's not what Shula said. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, all he was saying that if something happened to Eli, they feel. Right now, Jerry. Right now, sure. That they feel that hey, this kid could maybe handle it. Handle it uh, from day one. Like say, golf a bit. Eli gets hurt in a training camp. You know, he destroys his knee, You know, something like that. Where he's going to be out um, golf a bit. And um, that's all it was saying. You know, uh, I, I can't even say. You know, it was coach. They just feel pretty confident about the kid. They feel hey, maybe this kid could handle it. We feel this kid could maybe handle it and all that. But. Listen, that's going to be down the road too, Jerry. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's going to be down the road too. I, I, you know, I don't. I know some people are saying, "Well, then why?" You know, then why do we just not release Eli in the season We could add more cap and all that." No, that's not how they feel. They feel Eli's the starting quarterback, and they're pretty confident in the kid Jones that he could handle some things if something
0: happens to Eli. That's it. Yeah, that's it.
1: Yep. You know,
0: Giants also made news because they cut um, popular. In that he's a Rutgers product, so all the Rutgers fans were rooting for him. Uh, Robert Martin and brought in Rod Smith from the Cowboys. Smith, uh, as most of you probably know, caught that that quick uh, third and three against the Cowboys, two year, against the Giants. Two, uh, it was two years ago. It was the end of 2017, I believe. It was the last game of the season, the last home game of the season, and uh, went what 80 yards on a on a three yard <laughs> and burned. Yeah. If you look at the replay, burned Calvin Shepard to the point where I. I Kevin Shepard, I mean, I hope he was hurt on the play because I look like he was running a 6 nine forty. He was someone they picked up late in the season after he had a decent year with them in, in 2016. But um, what do you make of that pick? What do you think ma- what do you make of that move is just adding depth behind San Juan yeah. and obviously yep. someone they must like because I think he made his only big play in his career against us. And that was, of course, the Eli Apple tweet that probably led to his getting kicked off the team eventually. Uh, even though it was a year later or <laughs> half a year later, uh, when yeah. he was like, "Hey, look at him go," or something about Ohio State—I don't know something stupid.
1: Yeah, yeah, just adding some more depth. You know, obviously that that game that Rod Smith, you know, had against him a couple of years ago was in the minds of a lot of people. Uh, um, hey, nice guy to have behind Saquon, and we'll see. You know, there's, you know, there's other backs in camp, and uh, you always want competition, Jerry. You know, Gettleman believes in that competition. He's going to bring guys in. What does
0: Banks so, say? No more scholarships,
1: right? No more scholarships. <laughs> so, you know, you're looking at, you know, don't forget, you got him and, you know, you're going to have Goleman and you're going to have Perkins' who's back from the injury. You undrafted free agent Hillman's going to be in here. So let them battle it out. You know, competition is always good. We'll see what Rod Smith has when he gets in camp.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I think this kind of leads us to the, uh, the, the Twitter questions. And, um, when you brought up uh, Perkins, got a lot of Twitter questions. So again, everybody, thanks for all of them. Really appreciate it, and it it adds to this, especially on Thursdays. Of course, today's Friday, um, so we'll we'll uh, this will be dropped um, around your your commute. So you'll have it for the commute home. So um, I'm going to go into the Twitter questions now because you kind of you gave me the segue for it, Bud. So okay. Sean Allen at Spa Thirty Two Blue. We can take our time with these because we have some more time with this. Um, He totally forgot about Perkins, which I think a lot of Giants fans did. Do you Mm -hmm. have any update on him, Chris? And do you think he'll contribute this season? Do you think he'll make the team? Or, again, too early to tell? I think
1: he has a very good chance of making a team. And he's healthy. Yeah. So if you're asking about his health, yeah, he's healthy. He's going to be there in camp. Um, And I think he has a chance. He showed some things a couple years ago when he played. And he's going to compete. To to say he's not making a roster – would not be very responsible of me. So yeah, he's going to compete for a spot on his team. No question about it.
0: he was looked at as a potential starter at the end of 2016. He had a (laughs) decent rookie year. Yep. Uh, And then all of a sudden, 2017 didn't work out so well. He was injured last year. And of course we took Saquon anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he can contribute when he came out at UCLA, they called him the poor man's Tiki barber, which is kind of a nice compliment, but it remains to be seen what, what the hell he can contribute going forward. But he did look decent. Um, his rookie year. Uh, good news, Chris, Javier Burgos wants us to do an extra podcast a week with Patty Trena. Uh Thanks you for adding to the podcast. So just wants us to kind of combine forces and do three a week. But I, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Frank, uh, Frank Seattle, our buddy, uh, after hearing Hal Hunter's comments about Chad Wheeler, beginning to realize that I'm fixated on the right tackle position as a major problem. Yeah, Frank, I don't, I don't know if it's a major problem yet. Uh, it's something we'd like to see improve, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things where we said it a couple of weeks ago or, or, or maybe last week, Shermer believes in a lot of the guys in the locker room and, and coaches are stubborn to a fault sometimes to say, you know what? This guy's been here. This guy can do it. We have faith in him. And, uh, you know, to, to Chris, to neither Chris nor my surprise, it wouldn't stun us if they go into the season with Wheeler as the starter.
1: Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. I mean, I would not call it a major problem now. We of course discussed that when you look at the offensive line, and we 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 said it numerous times. We should you know you got to look to upgrade the right tackle position, right?
0: Yeah,
1: there was no question about it. Now, if I if I would have said before the draft, "Hey Jerry, our starting five and the offensive line is good. We're good to go. We'll I have no problems with him playing right tackle. They don't need an upgrade." Yeah, then you probably would have requested that I go to the nearest lab and get tested for heroin.
0: Or figuring buff- out mainlining it, or or, 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 uh, or buffoondomness, or,
1: buffoon-dom-ness <laughs> or some kind of drug I was on, you know, mainlining something in 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 the vein, you know, in my arm, <laughs> right. because that would be pretty stupid. Now that being said, um, I wanted, you know, they did bring in a tackle. Now I know we all know it's the seventh round. We know that, right? Yeah. Uh, so let's see what this kid could do, and if it's Wheeler, okay, it's Wheeler. And he's going to be hopefully a serviceable right tackle um, that plays pretty well for us, you know, but we'll see, and you know, we'll, we will see. So I, I like you said, the answer, I would not say it's a major problem, right? but it's something that's going to be an open, you know, a competition in camp and it's something that's going to be monitored.
0: No doubt about it. Big blue thoughts at big blue thoughts. Very good question here. Do you think we keep four quarterbacks on the roster um, if the, uh, he calls him the, the Taysom Hill-like guy, he means Dungy, ends up being a huge playmaker. Love the analysis from the pod, from the rookie minicamp, Chris. I'll hang up and listen. You think there's a chance they keep four quarterbacks? Or at least maybe, I... So I think they keep Dun They would they would keep Dungy, and they might hide him in another position. I don't. They'd list four quarterbacks. I think you, you, you list three, and one of them's the emergency. The third one's the emergency quarterback. But I think they would keep Dungy on the roster in some capacity, and and depends how he does in preseason yeah. and all. But whether or not they make him active each week. But I I wouldn't surprise me if they kept him. No.
1: No, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Obviously, they have something in mind for this kid. They listed him as a tight end. Yeah. You know, at the minicamp. So let's see how it plays out. What they plan on doing with him as camp when camp starts, if they're going to line him up over there at times, or they're going to line him up as an H, you know, you know, as a receiver, <laughs> you know. Let's see, you know, uh, you know. Let's see. Um, they're pretty, imp- Jerry. They're pretty intrigued with him as you know throwing the ball too. Not yeah. just some, you know, not just some, you know, gimmick. You know what I mean? Like, oh, let's see what he could do at tight end. Let's see if we can line him up here. They're pretty intrigued with him throwing the ball. You know, this is a kid that had a pretty good career Syracuse.
0: Yeah, the, you know, the, the stats you listed in the undrafted uh, co- column that you wrote uh, were impressive. I, I didn't know all that. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, so um, you know, he, he was pretty impressive. But injuries is what you know hurt him big time. Obviously, no, not, not to be funny, but no pun intended. But that's what hurt him big time yeah. in his collegiate career. You know. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, listen, um, would it surprise me? Um, he might be listed as some that or. Or, if they like him that much, you know, we'll, you know, is Tanny, uh Loretta, are, are they, you know, could they be released? or cut, I should say? I don't know. We'll
0: see. Yeah, I think one will.
1: I think one of them is going. I, I think I have a good idea who's going. Yeah, I
0: agree. And I agree <laughs> with you, too. Yeah.
1: Yep. So.
0: I, I, it's not the guy who shows up on time, so.
1: But I could tell you this, Jerry. They are, they really, yeah. <laughs> I could tell you this. They they really like this dungeon kid. They really like him, so. Um, we'll see how it plays
0: out, man. Yeah, We're going to have time will tell. It'll be exciting. I mean, the Giants sometimes are behind the curve with innovation, especially on offense, and it would be fun to see Dungey get in there once in a while and see what he can do. Uh, good question here. JS at JSS – I'm sorry, JS Stressless. We always talk about how well the offensive line will protect Eli Manning. I'd like to know – We do? Well, or how well or how, how bad. Basically, he's he's saying oh, okay. we, we comment on pass protection. Oh, I think um, he was
1: trying to say we talk about how they protect Eli so well. Okay, No, yeah. no, no.
0: But he'd like to know, how well do you think this group will be in creating holes for Saquon running the ball? Thanks, guys. Shout out from Montreal, Canada. Hashtag buffoon crew. Canadian chapter. Good stuff, buddy. Mm. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm more excited about Zeitler because of what he's going to bring to the table with Barkley. And the fact that, <clears throat> excuse me, we won't have to run left all the time. It just seemed like a lot of Barkley's runs were primarily on the left side, a lot of the longer ones. I think uh, with Zeitler added, you'll see more up the middle, you'll see to the right. Just makes the whole team um, more balanced, the more the whole offense more balanced. I'm, I am very excited to see what Barkley can do behind this line now.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see Will Hernandez in year two.
0: Yeah, it's a good point.
1: I'm excited to see John Halapio. Back and healthy I mean um, he's a power guy you know yeah. he's a power guy And he was
0: a I think Shermer said it he was playing the best before he got hurt of all the linemen
1: right right um, um, obviously Zeitler a physical god you know um, so and Nate Solder, you know, Nate Solder you know Nate Solder run blocks pretty well man Yeah. you know he's one of the top uh, top 15 top 10 run blocking tackles uh, he gets to that second level Solder and you know and he could do his thing over there Um, I'm pretty excited to willing in as I expect to take a big jump.
0: Yeah, Uh, he's
1: as we all know he's a mauler too. Um, And let's let Jalapeno play. You know, let let him play 16 games. Let him be healthy. Let's see what he brings to the table. You know, he's he's a big, strong guy. Sherman, I love that about him. That's why I said he was going to win the job last year. He did. And of course, the injury, you know, ended his season. Um, So yeah, I I think as far as run blocking, this line has a pretty good potential to uh, open up some things for for 26 who had what 1300 yards last year jerry yeah um you know what could he have this year man what could he have this year so yeah it's gonna be fun to
0: watch absolutely fun to watch it's the best description of it pal all right here's one that might annoy you a little bit but it's still a good question and i say annoy you because you're gonna i think we're, we're both giant fans are gonna roll their eyes at this one but it's it's still a legitimate question that i will ask in gentlemen <laughs> we trust at all about nyg Do you think Daniel Jones has a fair chance at starting week one? If the Giants truly want to win, and he clearly is the best choice in week one, do you think they give him the start over Eli? Hashtag buffoon crew. I'll go first. No. I don't think he has a shot at starting week one.
1: No, I don't think he will be starting week one either. No. I think Eli will be starting. We've discussed what we think is going to happen. Yeah. Depending on how the season goes and Eli and all that. Um, But no, week one. Uh it will be Eli Manning.
0: Short sure, of Eli getting hurt or something where his play Oh well, yeah, affected. obviously. Yeah. yeah, but sure yeah. even like if his plays affect his arms affected by it or um they're not gonna that would be that would be a lot of disrespect and almost like why the hell would we bring him back then? So so no, I don't. Uh plus
1: they think uh Jerry, you know, this organization truly believes Eli's got a lot of ball left in him. So Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's why they brought him back. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Lou G at LS uh, Gualtieri, Uh, I think, uh, this is a funny one. Are you guys betting on the Giants with their long shot odds? I'm not a gambling man, Lou. Uh, I would never bet on the Giants because even if they were favored, I would jinx them. The only thing I wanted to bet the other night were if I would ever bet, I would have bet the Milwaukee Bucks to beat the Celtics because I felt like the Celtics had packed it in. I am not a gambling man, though. I don't bet on sports. I don't even like going to Atlantic City and losing money because I feel like that was Giants paraphernalia that I could have bought. So, no, Lou, I'm not putting any money on the Giants this year.
1: (laughs) Neither am I. (laughs) Sorry, Lou.
0: (laughs) Mike Too Nice at Mike underscore NYY. Oh, New York Yankees. There you go, Mike Too Nice. Good job, buddy. With the secondary deemed to be improved, do you think we see Betcher dial up more blitzing plays this year?
1: well it's going to depend on how those guys are covering if they're improved as we are hoping um then yep you know if they're covering guys
0: did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals i'm cat mother of three and founder of ritual when i was four months pregnant i couldn't find a prenatal i could trust so i created my own Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.
1: As in the back end, and you were going to see more and more blitz packages. No question about it. Last year, I bet you couldn't do a lot of things you wanted to do because we basically had nobody I could cover back there, all right? Um, but if this kid Beal could play... You know, we got DeAndre Baker, the number one pick in there. You got Julian. It's
0: exciting that's one position that's exciting this year. Yeah, right?
1: I can't wait to see that in camp, man. I can't wait to see these kids in camp. You I mean, know,
0: Bill, Ju- I have a chip on my shoulder, like, wait, you drafted a kid in the first round? All right, let's go. Mm,
1: right, right. Hey, I thought I was the you know, yeah. I thought I was the next one stepping up here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, yeah. So um obviously the more you could cover in the back end, the more Betch is gonna do things up front. So yep, no question about it.
0: And, and and if you guys want to feel happy about Baker, uh, just watch some YouTube of him. I mean, he is a cover corner, a ball hawk. I mean, the, if it can translate to the pros, um, no one's going to complain that Gettleman traded three picks away, really two extra, uh, to to come up and grab him. So. Yep. John Osler at John O's twenty one. What's more likely this season? One player with ten sacks or three guys with six sacks? I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag buffoon crew. I would say three guys with six plus sacks is more likely yeah. than one guy with ten.
1: Yeah, I would say I, I would agree with that a hundred percent. But let's but be look,
0: honest, Chris. Eight or nine sacks is pretty close to ten or eleven, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Listen, um the kid golden yeah. is intriguing. Yeah because he's coming off the injury uh, last year. It really wasn't a hundred percent, kind of played in a system that really didn't suit him. You know, it doesn't mean you can't make plays, but you know, he wasn't in the three, four, which he was on the you know He was in the four three last year on the Wilks. Um, but he's going to be intriguing. He's a, he's a guy who has posted double digit sacks in the past. Um, so back in Betcher's system, you know, you like to see this kid get those eight or nine sacks. That that would be huge, you know. But we just don't know what he's going to give us right now. You know, you just don't know. But that would be big, Jerry. You know, something like that. And then you got these other guys, Carter. What do you expect out of the Carter, Jerry, this year? I, I, I'm looking for, you know, seven six to
0: eight. Th- I was going to say six to eight. Absolutely. Right, I'm looking
1: for seven to eight, six to nine. You know, some, you know six to eight, something like that from him, yeah, right?
0: Yeah. Especially you know. since Guteman doubled down on it the presser and said, hey, we got Lorenzo Carter still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's expecting yeah. these. – they're expecting these guys to get better. Yeah. And why right. shouldn't they? Why shouldn't don't, they expect it? Right.
1: I mean, don't forget you got B.J. Hill in his second year. He had five last year, you know. Um, so, you know, this Dexter Lawrence kid, you know, if he chips in with a couple himself, two or three, pressure and things. So that's how they have to go. On. Listen, that's how they're going to have to go about it, Jerry. There's, gonna be, there's nobody on this roster right now that's going to get you 12 sacks. You know, it's like a 12 sacks guy. I know Golden did it in 16, but, you know, this is 2019, and we don't know exactly, you know, what he's going to look like yet. So that's where we're at, bud.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm laughing at this one. It's a great point, and it's uh, great sarcasm. You don't have to answer it. Giants Carb Crush at Giants Carb Crush. Hey, Jerry and Chris, the most (laughs) anticipated arrival in Giants history has yet to happen. But when Mike Remmers becomes a Giant. Do you think there will be a work shutdown in the tri-state area for his introductory press conference? Finally, we can all move on from our obsession at right tackle. Well said, buddy. Um, it, is, it should not be the obsession that everyone has it as right now. So great stuff. Um, Josh Whalen at Whalebones 3. Since this is episode 74, is this dedicated to the great Eric Flowers? Eh, I would probably go with, uh, I'd probably go with Eric Howard or even Scott Gregg over uh, Eric Flowers, buddy, for 74s, so. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Um, Lou Lou G, you can't ask another question, buddy, but nice try. Thank you very much. Uh, One of the guys who's been here from the start, Peyton Combs at I Am Peyton. What do you think about tight end C.J. Conrad? I think he has a lot of upside, good blocker, and athletic. Chris, is that the kid that you said was a freakish athlete in your analysis? Yeah, he's very
1: athletic, man. Yeah. Yep, he's athletic. Um, yeah, he he looked good in the rookie mini camp. I, I think he has an upside to this kid. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what he does in camp. You know, um, because you're going to have, if I remember, right, Sherman kept four tight ends last year. Yeah. Um, so he'll be battling out with Simonson probably for that fourth spot.
0: Yeah, we have... Alex. Oh, excuse
1: me. I'm sorry, Jerry. I'm sorry. Uh, not Simonson. Uh, with Gary Dickerson for that fourth spot.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Simonson's penciled at third.
1: No, Simonson's going to be at 3 i I'm sorry, my mistake. Dickerson. He'll probably yeah. be battling out with Dickerson for yeah, that we, fourth
0: I spot. Think we. I think we both forget that, like, Ingram is a tight end. <laughs> we have Ingram and Ellison, and, uh, yeah, Simonson's probably penned yeah. in right now as the third. So, unless, I don't think that's going to change.
1: If Ingram doesn't get hurt this year, buddy, watch him. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, he's probably the guy I'm most excited about on offense. Uh, I mean, outside of Saquon. He's the guy. Jerry,
1: Jerry, I know people right away assume... I'm sorry, Jerry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, you um, I know people right away assume Shep is going to benefit the most with Odell being traded. Me, personally, Jerry, I think Evan Ingram benefits the most with Odell being traded.
0: You know who I'm excited about, man? Besides the names we're mentioning? Golden Tate.
1: You are, huh? That I, exciting? Good. I am
0: because he's a veteran who has a lot he wants to prove something i like these guys that come in with a chip on their shoulder he didn't really mm. do that well in, in philly and people are saying that and he's like well i only had like half a year to learn their offense yeah, i think with the offseason learning it and the fact that um you know he's replacing odell in essence i mean i, I know he's, no one can replace odell but hey he's the guy that's going to be lined up in his spot mostly i i just i have a good feeling about him he's a great route runner and um Tough I mean, as nails, man. Yeah, tough yeah, as nails. So, and, I mean, he's a golden domer. I mean, how can you not yeah. be excited?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you, you know what you're going to really like him too, Jerry? Um, when Saquon's kicking to the outside.
0: Yeah.
1: And Golden Tate yeah. is laying somebody on their back.
0: <laughs> yeah, we might have the best set of blocking <laughs> wide receivers yeah. in the league. So,
1: yeah, not the biggest guys, but i tell you what. Him and Shep are two tough guys. You know, they have no problem blocking,
0: you know. So, so uh, staying I, staying with wide receiver, Chris Robbins exum at Juki News. What mm-hmm. chance does Slayton, rookie receiver, as opposed to the defensive tackle, have at starting this season, or is he a project? He has the size to contribute on the outside, I believe. Go ahead. I mean,
1: he's not a project. He's you know he, you know this kid's a, you know this kid played well in Auburn, man. You know this kid's not a project receiver. You know, this kid's an established receiver. Now we'll see. You know. There's a lot of guys out there now in that receiver coming in camp, right? A lot of guys going to be competing, but I like what he brings to the table because he brings that speed, Jerry. Yeah. You know, he's a kid who could take a little smoke screen and go 70 yards. He's a kid that stretches the D, yeah. you know, deep pull. He's a guy to get over the top on you. So, um, listen, Jerry, he started off slow in that first practice. He had some drops, and drops was an issue with him in Auburn. Yeah. It was. He did drop some balls in Auburn. But he's a he's a kid that I like the way he finished. You know, he didn't put his head down and say, "Oh my God." You know, listen, finished strong uh, for the two days that you know that I was there and media had access. Um, and he brings a lot to the table, man. So uh, he's going to be a very intriguing kid in this camp, man, um, because his speed is a you know could be a difference maker out there. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the the third receiver who who that ends up being. Um...
1: I mean, right now on paper, Jerry, it's Corey, Corey Coleman, Coleman, right? Yeah, right, now. right now it's Corey Coleman. He'll be back with Latimer, right? Benny uh, you, you even have to throw Fowler in that you do, because Eli loves him. Right. Uh, you know, uh, you got the veteran Shepard, you know, and then you got That's the right. Slayton. That's
0: right. You know, Shepard's a special
1: teams shepherd, dude. So, yeah, listen, it's going to be uh, that, that third wide receiver position, Jerry, is going to be a, a battle um, to keep an eye on, too, you know. Um, so we'll see what comes out of that one.
0: All right, Chris. This is a great question. Calling you out in a funny way. MLJ at V Rafa one six zero four. This is for Chris. But, gave, oh no! Oh, what the hell? Yeah. You gave Jerry a hard time when he made his predictions for the upcoming season in April. Now that the draft is over, it's your turn. Who will win our division? All the best from the Germany. Ah, buddy, overseas buffoons. Awesome. Hmm. So, who's so, gonna going win? Well, our I division? made fun of
1: Jerry because he said the Giants were gonna go like three and thirteen.
0: No, well then I remember I changed it after something. Yeah, like uh, yeah, you flip flop
1: like the yeah you flip flop like politician. Yeah, eleven yeah, five, I said. <laughs> yeah, then you went from that to like division winner or something. I don't know, you know, so um, the question was, who I think is going to win the division as of right now? Yeah, uh, I think the Dallas Cowboys will.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: I mean, um, what
0: what other choices are there? It's Dallas or Philly. It's like well, the um, Eagles
1: are still the Eagles are still like pretty talented. Right? or
0: gonorrhea, which one do you choose? Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, playing. you mean as far as liking? Oh, well, I'm just well, as far as yeah. like if
0: one has to win the division.
1: Ugh. Yeah, um, right now, you know, uh, I think the Cowboys are favored to win a division in my eyes. Yeah, you know, so I'm, I know, I but know. I don't think the Giants are gonna go three and thirteen like you did. You know,
0: I did, and then remember I changed. Yeah, but that's
1: just the appease the fans that flip flop. No, we all know that. No,
0: not no. When I saw the the when I said so,
1: the, so what are you saying? They're gonna go eleven to five? The, the Giants?
0: Ebb and flow of the schedule looks like it could be in our Let me favor. Ask, if Jerry, can I ask you this question? One.
1: Yeah, I know. You have the schedule. Yeah, I know. Can I ask you this question? Yes. When you were standing in the rain on a bridge in Nashville, did you still think they were going to go 11 and 5?
0: No, no. Okay. I, I was uh, about to jump off it. Okay. But now, you you know, you settle down, and this is why, like, so, real quick. <laughs> the buffoon, the original Buffoon crew, my friend of idiots, my, my band of idiots that we text, You've met them. Um, we've put a 24-hour ban with each other on any major Giants news. Like if it's a lo- anything that could be misconstrued as negative, like a trade, a free agent acquisition, a loss. Um, because you need 24 hours to kind of soak it in and say, all right, was this a, a good move? So, yes, that night I was ready to jump off the bridge. You know, 24 hours later, even 48 hours later, when the rest of the draft happened, I felt a lot better about this team. I'm not saying 11-5. and five. But I felt a lot better uh, about the team overall. So you're good.
1: Hey Jerry. Yes. How much? How, how much are you looking forward to seeing this secondary though in this camp?
0: No, I, that's why I think it's, some, it's some the it's Jabril... most exciting part of the defense. Right, like, Jab- maybe of the team.
1: With Jabril, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, with Jabril Peppers. Yeah. Uh, Antoine Bethea.
0: And then it's gonna be interesting to see, like, maybe they have so many corners, and 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 they, they mentioned it before maybe they do line love up as a safety i'm not saying he's going to start over bethea i think that would be crazy to, to suggest but they have so many now it's like what do you do with them you have to if they're playmakers you got to get them out there so oh
1: you do you ever listen to me What? you can never have enough corners i know what you're saying what are you going to do with them okay <sighs> Uh, you're just so wow. stubborn, man. Wow. Just so now. Already, already, you're looking at this. What? What are we gonna do with Love? Should we put him at safety?
0: We don't have too yeah. many. We have too That's many corners out there. Can we saying. let it play out, please, not what I'm sir? Saying. I'm saying. Oh, I'm so excited about the talent now. There, that we could actually just like it's an overflow of potential and talent, and they can throw Love at safety. Or, our, sorry to insult the Golden Domer, I'm sure he'll be starting opposite Jenkins. And maybe we can move DeAndre Baker to safety. I'm just kidding. No, but I, I just think, you know, I I think they'll find a way. What I'm saying is I just think they'll find a way to get them out there if they're active and they have ball skills and they're around the ball. That's all.
1: Yeah, well, look at, you know, they'll they'll compete in camp. You know, Baker's going to be slotted number one opposite of No, I don't think, you know, him and Beale who's going to go to the slot? So Love's going to get a look at safety, no question about it, you know. But, and let's not forget this Corey Balancing kid, you know. He's going to be out there in the mix. I know you probably don't want him because there's too many corners we have in the team now. Oh, you know, yeah, right?
0: yeah. I, I definitely don't like um I don't like guys that block millions of kicks in college.
1: <laughs> but but listen, hey, Jerry, you know what? The, it's such a great problem to have because no, considering yeah. how thin our secondary has been the last few years, right?
0: Yeah. No, I'm very excited. Actually, I'm it. very it's true.
1: excited. I, to me, Jerry, I think you just hit it on the head. It's the most exciting position on the team because we know what Bark. I mean, obviously, going into right. last year, we got oh, we can't wait to see twenty six, right? Right. right. Uh, we know what we know what he could do. Um, Eli, you know, Jones. Jones is going to be intriguing to watch him every day. Don't get me wrong, but it's that secondary though. That new blood mm-hmm. is going. I agree with you, Bud. It's going to be the most exciting position to watch.
0: Yeah. Here's a good one from Patrick Franco at Patrick Franco because I guess he uh, maybe wasn't around. Uh, When Eli was taken, hey, guys, would like to know how Eli's reception by fans and media was compared to Jones on their draft days. I I got an interesting answer first. Can I go first on this one? Yeah, bud. So I was at that draft. That was the first draft uh, I attended and was in person for it. And word came out that the Giants were going to trade uh, Phillip Rivers because they made as soon as they made the pick, it was like they're going to they're going to trade this for Eli. You knew what they were doing. Uh, And again, that's before really smartphones and all that. So you just had, they gave you a, uh, like a kind of a transistor radio to listen to the whole thing. So when they took rivers, you know what I did, Chris? What'd you do? This is a good sign. Guess what I did that day when they took rivers, What? I got up and left. Really? Yep. I knew what the giants were doing. And I just said, there's no point in sticking around. And the giants were done picking But I didn't even wait for the announcement that Eli Manning was getting traded to the Giants. And I was interviewed by the Daily News, and you can Google it. Jerry Foley, Eli Manning draft, Daily News. And they said, what do you think of the trade? And I said, well, I'd rather not give up the farm for him. So there you have it. So I left that draft. And the reaction, I think, among most Giants fans was, we gave up too much to get Eli Manning. I don't know what your perspective was, buddy.
1: Yeah, but there was a very positive feeling about what Eli could do. Yeah. Unlike this kid who basically everybody said he stinks and can't play. Right. You remember when he drafted Eli? Yeah, you don't want to give up the farm for and all that. But, you know, it was very, it was an exciting moment as far as, hey, we got our quarterback. No question about it. It's Peyton's brother, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, coming out of Ole Miss, we got him. He's our franchise for sure. That's what I remember. Yeah, it's, right? a, it's
0: a good point, yeah. I Jones, just, Yeah,
1: on the other hand, is, you know, after he was announced, it was met with, you know, disgust and anguish and his kid stinks and he'll never going to play here. What a waste of pick and all that. Nobody was saying that about Eli back then, Jerry.
0: Because I'm not Francesa, do you know, I'll admit, do you know who I wanted in that draft? I don't remember. Two thousand
1: four. No, who did you want? I don't remember.
0: <laughs> Robert Gallery.
1: Robert Gallery? Because I
0: thought we were going to stick with Kerry Collins. I was like, no, we didn't have left tackle. Go get Robert Gallery. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, definitely. I, I, well, you're I, lucky. I
1: would have named you Buffoon of the Week right there. I me
0: Buffoon of the Century. I'm not going to yeah. hide from it. Yeah. I, I wanted Robert Gallery. <laughs> and when they traded for Eli, I thought, well, if Roethlisberger's there. Or this guy Roethlisberger from Miami of Ohio. Why are we trading mm-hmm. for Eli?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: But it worked out. That's why I'm not a GM and why other people are. So, uh, Chris, I'll ask you this from Chayton Bagley. Uh, bags 27, these names. Are there any free agents out there besides right tackle that you would like to see the Giants go after and no, Chris, Zach Brown is taking him? Yeah,
1: in? well, that's my answer. I was hoping they would bring Zach Brown in, uh, but, oh, God, the Eagles. And I, by the way, Eagle, I see, I saw an Eagle fan this morning. As soon as I haven't seen a guy in a couple of weeks, the first thing out of his mouth, ha-ha, we got Zach Brown. Yeah. First thing out of his mouth, you know, so we'll see what Zach brings to the table. But I, that was the one guy I did want.
0: I got to. I got to try and run into that Dallas fan and act like, oh, I can't believe we lost Rod Smith to the Giants. I liked him. I want to get his I want to get his real thoughts, not his fake thoughts. So (laughs) I'll ask him that. Dubs Drivel, a pioneer buffoon crew member here from Provo, Utah. Too early to tell, maybe. But who is your dark horse to make the 53 man roster? Who are we going to be surprised is on the team come opening day? That's very early to tell, buddy. But it's it's uh, fun, I guess, to speculate. Chris, do you have anybody that's a dark horse to make the roster based on what you've seen so far in your limit, uh, in the limited action that's occurred?
1: Yeah, yeah that's oof, that's kind of early to tell. I, yeah. I can't really even a dark horse. Yeah. I, that's just I'm sorry, folks. That's just that's just too early to tell. I don't know. I really don't know yet.
0: Kyle <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey, by the way, Jerry, getting back to the last question, I wouldn't mind seeing Mr. Sue in here for a year. Pretty cheap deal.
0: Yeah, he's just nuts. How about crazy. that? Would you want him in here? To clog up that middle a little bit? Add some nastiness? Get suspended a few? No. Yeah, I'll take uh, it. Or... I'll take it. I, I just want to win again. Yes.
1: Would you take him for one year? Pretty cheap deal?
0: He's just crazy on the field. He's not crazy off of it, right?
1: No, he's not crazy off it. No, he just no. gets a little nuts on the field once yeah, in a while. I'm fine with it. Yeah, do it. All right, go ahead. Van at Chip Tufus? Nah, it's going
0: to be jalapeno not pulley.
1: Wait, wait.
0: No, I'm I'm reading this one.
1: Oh, this you want to, to, to know who's going to win. win the battle?
0: Yeah, it's not even going to be close. I don't think. Mm, uh, I don't know about
1: I don't know about not being close, but I, yes, I do believe people will come out of at, at senator
0: Here we go. David W at David Rockaway twenty three. If Shermer's scheme is based on the quarterback being able to move outside the pocket with play fakes, naked bootlegs, rollouts. Design plays to get Jones in space with the RPO. Why is he rolling with Eli? If Eli can't operate the scheme, I don't get it. Love Eli, but it makes no sense. Because they're paying him a lot of money, and they're going to do this the right way and um, let him go out, not on his own, but let him have one last run at glory. That's why, so...
1: Well, folks, Eli's the better quarterback right now. It's not so much like this is all Sherman wants to do is naked boots right and left <laughs> and all that.
0: Right, right,
1: right. You know, um, you know is the better quarterback. Now, when you have a more co- mobile quarterback like Jones who could do some more with his feet, obviously, than Eli, then Sherman will implement more plays like that. He likes to do that. But Eli's a better quarterback right now. You, just because, you know, Jones could get out outside the pocket more on RPOs and all that doesn't mean he's better than Eli. I mean – you know, so, uh, you know, Sherman's going to go with Eli because Eli can win some games for you still. And that's the way they look at it. They, you know, Eli's a better quarterback. But Hey, listen, folks. Listen, Jerry. All right. I, I was impressed with Jones at the minicamp and all that. And I was happy to see, right, instead of a disaster. But let the kid, you know, play against the veterans and yeah. the OTAs and the mandatory mini camp, And, of course, training camp before, you know, we start saying, oh, you know, he could play here. Let's roll him out. He could start from day one. You know this kid's going to make a lot of mistakes coming up, yep. a lot. All right.
0: So you know it's no comparison between him and Eli right now, none. All right, buddy. Last question, and it's a good one. It's uh, one of your family members, probably Angelo Pasalacqua. The world thinks the giants. <sighs> the world thinks the Giants are the worst team. What gives you confidence they are better than people expect, Chris? You have the floor, my friend.
1: I think they're going to have a, a better secondary. I think that's going to, uh, you know, I think that's going to really um, be a factor. I think they're going to have a better offensive line. Yeah. Now, they're also going to be minus a huge impact offensive player.
0: Yeah.
1: With Odell, so you have to do other things. You know, the, the ball is going to be spread around more. There's going to be other things in, installed in the offense. You're going to see a lot more of Evan Ingram and all that stuff. Um, I believe they will be better because their offensive line hopefully, yep. on paper, is going to be better. And I believe on the back end, on the defense, with guys that could actually cover a receiver, um, hopefully, right? I believe that's why they will be a much better football team.
0: I agree. I think they got better in the trenches with Zeitler, adding Dexter Lawrence, B.J. Hill, Lorenzo Carter are a year older. So was Will Hernandez, like you said. Solder got better as the year went on. I think they're better in the trenches, and I think that's going to be a lot of fun watching those cornerbacks. Yeah, I do not
1: think they're going to go 3-13.
0: Even if they move some to safety, um, I think it's going to be fun getting those guys out there. So I do not think
1: they're going to
0: go 3-13. Yeah, me neither, buddy. I think uh, <laughs> I think 11-5. and five. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <yeah. laughs> anyway,
1: anything else, pal? No, listen, um, let's see. They, they start OTAs next week. Uh, we don't have access to May 20th, the following Monday. Looking forward to it. We'll talk a few times. The podcast before that. Uh, we'll start going over some, I guess, some positions, but in the yep. future, you know, there's a lot of guys lined up. Everybody knows who's going to be battling for who now. We can start breaking that down for everybody, you know. So uh should be fun, man. It's Good getting
0: stuff. close. Good stuff, and Monday's podcast. Um, we will name our buffoons of the week as we always do. So if you want to order a copy of the giant insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com We have an app, the giant insider app. You can get it uh, the app store. And you can go to magster.com for a digital subscription as well. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. We print Sunday night, our post-draft issue, tons of analysis, lots of fun, good stuff in there, some interesting stories. And that's it, guys. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everyone. Take care.